You're listening to Milwaukee Mafia, your weekly podcast dose of Wisconsin Mafia and true crime history. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Milwaukee Mafia podcast. I'm Eric Walterkins. I'm Gavin Schmidt. And we're back for another exciting story about the Mafia. And what is today's topic, Gavin? Today we have garbage collection. <laughs> <laughs> Like we promised, only good stories here. Only so, good stories. Yeah. So, Gavin, take us away. What in the hell does garbage collection have to do with a mafia? Well, the thing about that is uh, we're not really going to talk about the mafia with this one. But it's important because it'll, it'll come into play later. So this is sort of my last one where we're going to kind of give a little bit of history just so people can understand the background, the setting we're working in here. But there's there's not actually a mafia story today, so I'm sorry about that. There is a garbage story, and, and I have to apologize because I don't want to swear uh, in this podcast. I want to keep my language clean for this podcast, but I am going to swear today. Okay. So just a heads up, if you don't like swearing, I am going to do it today. All right, so we're going back to the 1800s in Milwaukee. The streets of Milwaukee reeked with what they called, quote-unquote, night soil, which is a polite way of saying shit. People would toss it from their upstairs windows, they'd throw it in the street, they'd throw it in the river. Uh, If it was summertime, I mean, it stinked all over the place. Uh, There was heaps of rotting garbage simmering, there were carcasses of dead animals in the gutters, there's maggots in these animals just laying there in the streets. There's clouds of flies hovering over these piles of dead animals. If your cat, your dog, your pig, your horse dies, they just sit there. They just lay there until they're gone. So this is what Milwaukee is like in the 1800s. Disgusting, smelly place. So so at this time, everybody was responsible for getting rid of their own garbage. Um, usually that wasn't that big of a deal because we didn't have the kind of packaging at that time that we have now. So... You know, if you had food, you ate your food. And if you had other things, you can kind of throw them into your yard and they'd break down. Other animals would eat them, whatever. But, uh, you know, not completely. Um, Like, human poop does not uh, break down too easily. So you're going to have to throw it somewhere and it's going to stink. I understand they probably didn't have the city doing garbage collection, Mm -hmm. but they didn't have a place where you were supposed to take this to? They did not. Really? No, there were no garbage dumps, no landfills. So they had instead what they called swill children, which is a great name, swill children. And these were kids, uh, mostly Polish kids. I don't know why, but they were Polish kids. And they would go around and they would pick up the garbage and the poop and other stuff. And they would uh, carry it home and they would dig through it and they would feed what they could to their hogs. And maybe they'd find a loose button in there and they'd try to sell the button for a nickel or something, maybe a penny whatever nickel or whatever button was worth at the time. So these little kids, that's how they spent their time was digging through garbage, selling things back to other people. Uh, the other way you would get rid of garbage was burning it. So you would do that. And then this creates other garbage, which is cinders and ash. Cause of course you're heating your house with oil or coal. So you're making a lot of ash. You had to get rid of that somewhere. A guy would sometimes come around and collect it. And he'd turn it into soap or cinder blocks because cinder blocks are made out of cinders as the name implies. And I'm assuming that um, they only, these people only came around to pick this stuff up when they needed it to make their soap or cinder blocks. That It yeah. wasn't like a, 
a regular schedule thing or anything. He he would just pop up every once in a while and say, "Hey, people, what do, what do you got? I need some." Yeah, I mean, and, they might he might have the schedule, but uh, you know, but they didn't even have telephones or anything yet, so it's not like you'd call this guy up and say, "Hey, come get my ashes." So I'm not sure how they worked that out, but yeah, pretty much if the guy came around, it was time to get rid of the ashes. So it's a, it's the late 1800s. The city wants to do something to get rid of the garbage. They say, you know, maybe we should actually have guys who come around and pick up garbage <laughs> so our streets aren't full of shit and dead animals. So they thought, you know, at the very least, we can get some guys to haul it to the edge of town and dump it outside of the city. Problem was, is to do this, they had to get the different people in the city to agree to it because they'd have to pay the taxes. And they broke it down by the different city wards, and there were 13 wards. The first year they offered it, five of the 13 said, yeah, that sounds great. So they paid their taxes, and in exchange, they got guys who got their trash hauled away. Well, the next year dropped from five to three, and by the year after that, it was down back to zero. They apparently did not like paying their taxes in exchange for the garbage being hauled away. Uh, yeah, they, they would rather have poop and dead animals in their roads than, uh, than pay to have it taken away. So, yeah, a, a health director comes in, and he's like, we got to get rid of this stuff. Uh, it's just, it's nasty. It's cold in Milwaukee, so if an animal dies in the fall or winter, it just sits there all winter long until spring, and when it starts, you know, it's, it's melting in the, in the spring along with the snow. It's disgusting. He goes, this is not good for our health. Not, even dumping it in our river is not good for our health. So this is a terrible idea. And people were using horses more than they were, more than they do now, of course, because they were using them to get around. They were pulling carts. They were riding them. They were doing whatever. Almost everybody had a horse. So in the city of Milwaukee, there was 25 tons of horse shit every single day. Um yeah, so, you know, again, if you don't have someone pick this up, every single day, 25 more tons of horse shit are piling up in the road. So that's great. An entrepreneur came by. He proposed an incinerator. He goes, hey, you know, we don't even have to haul it out of town. Just bring it to me. I'll burn it. The city gave him a contract. But at the same time, this didn't work out so well because it, the smell was so bad. That's, oh, the, the smell of the incinerator was, was practically worse than the smell of just leaving it there. Um, and this contract fell through. This guy was in so much debt, he ended up hanging himself. He was like, <laughs> I, I, this is a fail. I, I'm sorry about that. So they went back to dumping it in the rivers and lakes. And then they ended up with a problem where some stuff they were dumping into the lake was going back up into the water system. So they would turn on their taps and the water wasn't properly cleaned, so the same stuff they just threw away is coming right back out again. So, you know, if they're not boiling their water, they're drinking their own. So, yeah, this is all fun and games. But they finally, finally, finally found some solutions after years of this problem. They did get an incinerator going um, on Erie Street, which is just outside the Third Ward. It's on the edge of the Third Ward, uh, kind of on a little peninsula. And uh, it opened in 1910. It operated all the way through 1955. So it was far enough outside of, like, actually where people lived that you could burn it and the smell would go out into Lake Michigan. So that was better. And then they also created a landfill. And do you know where they created the landfill? I have no idea. I'm glad you don't know because I would love to tell you. They put it where the Summerfest grounds are now. So the Summerfest grounds are actually built on top of a landfill. 
And you can tell that if you look at old maps, like there's actually nothing there. It's the lake. So it's literally a landfill. They're filling in the land with garbage to create this park. And before it was Summerfest, it was home to uh, four nuclear missiles. <laughs> this, is where, this was during the Cold War, so they had four nuclear missiles ready to launch at any time right there in downtown Milwaukee. Wow. So, so Summerfest came on. Uh, who knows? Canada? But that's the, the general idea of how bad the garbage situation was until uh, the very early 1900s when they had an incinerator in the landfill finally up. You gotta give us a, some premise of well, how does this play into the mafia or sure. am I, is it totally giving up what that... No, 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 no. So, um, we'll get into this with its own episode, but how this leads up to it is, as I said, the Erie Street garbage incinerator is just on the edge of the Third Ward. And if you recall, the Third Ward is where the Italians have all moved in. And the Summerfest grounds are basically the Third Ward. So so the incinerator and the landfill are built right in the area where the Italians are moving in. So we're going to see how having the garbage be in their neighborhood affects them. Oh, stay tuned for the next episode or not the next episode. Oh, not the next no, episode. Oh my god. He's mean, man. He's really mean. Yeah, no, we have to wait on that one. <laughs> think, of, think about this terrible, awful smell of shit and horse shit and horse corpses, dogs, cats, everything. Well, and I've always had this thing where I kind of wanted to live, experience that era of time. Mm hmm. And now thinking about 25 tons of horseshit mm -hmm. in the streets of the town, I'm starting to rethink that idea. Like, man, I don't need anything to do with that. So. No, I mean, it's, it's the whole, the whole, I mean, it's glamorous to think about back in the day. But yeah, if you don't have garbage collection, you got garbage everywhere. If you don't have electricity, you got, you know, coal or oil lamps all over, and that's not great. It's, it's all, you see, you're dirty, your fingers are nasty all the time. Yeah, it's not necessarily pleasant. No, no. You see it on TV and it looks pretty glamorous, but yeah, you're right. Ugh. Yeah. So. And it's more I can see it So that's it for the trash episode of the Milwaukee Mafia mm -hmm. podcast. We'll be back next week with a episode that has a lot more to do with the Mafia. A lot more to do with the Mafia. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Milwaukee Mafia podcast. Join us next week for another look back at Wisconsin Mafia and true crime history.